Hello, everybody. This is our new, actually, the fourth episode of the podcast, which is called Economics. In this podcast, we talk about the economics in the whole, about the world and regional economy, about the trends that occur in the economy today. And the topic of this episode is called as the following: We currency a hidden nightmare. What does it mean in practice? Why do you think so? And what are the implications of the weak currency? Let's talk about this. Shocking though the heading of this episode may seem, the reality is not much different from it. In my own opinion, weak currency is a real challenge for any economy, but especially for developing and the least developed countries. Today, I'm going to talk mainly not about the conventional drawbacks. Of the weak currency regime, but about some other sides of the state of the national economy. First of all, I'd like to share with you my personal experience. A while ago, I had been learning Chinese with a native speaker on the popular online platform for language learning, and everything went well until the moment our currency has fallen relative to the dollar, which was the currency f- for the payments for those lessons. Then I had to pay over the odds to afford the lessons, so I decided to look for some alternatives in other platforms. It was a complete search in vain, as the prices had risen simultaneously everywhere. After all of these desperate turns to find a native speaker teacher, I started finding some local teachers. But unfortunately, in my town there are not many good opportunities for this. Basically, weakened national currency has left me with no appropriate opportunity to study Chinese. But this is not just about languages. Any foreign online course and subscriptions for educational websites became extremely expensive, so many local students lost their opportunities to broaden the knowledge or master some other contemporary skills. In the long term, this, in my opinion, leads to a larger knowledge gap. Between the people in developed and developing countries, the second argument is also related to foreign purchases. Nowadays, in the era of the upcoming fourth digital revolution, developing countries need to keep up with developed economies in terms of, for instance, innovative devices such as smartphones, smart home accessories, and etc. So most of the users in developing countries. Both households and firms can't without purchasing top-notch devices and machinery abroad, but provided their local currency is too weak relative to the currency of their counterparts in developed countries, those buyers are compelled to overpay for expensive imported goods, which thereafter beggars the national economy in whole. The last but not least is the fact that the weak currency regime badly harms the international students' mobility. Let's imagine an average student interested in collaboration with foreign fellows. They think over every aspect of their living abroad: accommodation, nourishment, public utilities, and others. And suddenly, the local currency weakens dramatically, say a 30% downfall. What does this mean for the student? All the range of opportunities they negotiated become unaffordable anymore. This either have to, they either have to reject this opportunity to study abroad or change the country of destination to a relatively cheaper one. But what if their dream was to have an internship in American university, and the dollar has become a lot more expensive? American top universities 
and possibly a lot of European top universities as dollar and euro are much correlate currencies. And the opportunities they provide get much more distant for non-native and non-European students. Again, the knowledge gap deepens as this happens. I see the national currency rate as an indicator of international confidence in a given economy. Supposing our economy has a stable and transparent business environment, predictable macroeconomic condition and enviable levels of economic growth indicators, foreign stakeholders would be interested in investing in this economy in the form of FDI or portfolio investment, and stock speculators would be more willing to conduct bullish transactions with our currency. This would inevitably lead to straightening of the local currency. And this would also symbolize an international confidence in our economy. Regardless of the assumption that the currency regime is highly beneficial for the local exporters, to my mind this is just the short-term benefit for the exporters, which also erodes local economy. Exorbitantly weak currency basically isolates developing and the least developed countries from the developed part of the world. By the way, one of the vital conditions of the country's welfare is the development of intersectoral international trade. Thus, if the country does so, its partners would be interested in stabilizing their currency regime so as not to overpay for the intermediate imports from this country. Therefore, a big currency regime is simply inappropriate for the intersectoral trade. So, in this episode, I just outlined my thoughts on why we currency is a very big challenge for any developing and least developed economies. I think that the local governments in developing and non-developed countries should be more careful and observant about how do they coordinate the currency policy. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And next time I'll talk about something else related to perhaps macroeconomics because I really like this topic. And uh, see you soon. Goodbye.